What's up, buttholes? Welcome to the podcast. Just a quick note before we get going. If you've ever seen Emery before, if you know anything, you know there's another guitar player that plays with us who's not me. That's Chris Keen. The music you're listening to is his band. It's called Surrogate. It's an extremely underrated band, so go to Spotify and find it. They just put out this new album. Uh, Lots of good stuff. It'll be one of your favorites if you give it a chance. Now, here's something extra special. Chris has been playing with us now for six years, six years exactly, and uh, he's actually joining the band to become an official member, which is a big step. He's the first member since Dave Powell joined the band at 19 in 2004. So, um, kind of a big, maybe it was 2005 when Dave joined officially, but either way, Chris Keen, welcome to Emory. We didn't spend any time talking about that on the episode tonight because I didn't want to make it weird or anything like that. But Chris is hanging out this week because Devin was doing something else. I don't know what. So Devin's not here. So Chris Keen is hanging out from his studio with Toby and Lunsford and I. This is his band. It should be one of your new favorite bands. And, you know, we consider Chris one of us now. Um, so just to celebrate that, I thought you'd have him on this week and play a little bit of his music from, from his other band. So anyway, hope you enjoyed the episode. Love you, Chris. I don't like, okay, one thing I don't like right now, and it's pissing me off, is you're using your work headphone. Oh, is that what you, is that what you, is yeah. that what you Yeah, use? but I usually, I usually work, put it up. It, it looks like yeah. a McDonald's yeah, yeah. drive through worker. So, but you, the, th- the microphone with the headphone. Yeah, so this headphone ain't plugged in, but I usually put it up to hide on. it so I don't look like a total dork. Like, yeah, you look so stupid just then. It now, really is making me mad. Like, I was actually I, mad. When I do, like, a meeting with somebody, I use AirPods. But if I'm just making a lot of phone calls, I'll throw these mm. on. So it so that the little dingleberry mic that goes over here is like yeah. that's is frowned upon. Like it's aesthetically um, everybody knows it as a negative because it has to be for internal meetings. But you put it so up, much, but, it, but you put it up if you're meeting a client. If I'm trying to meet a client, you don't, I don't want them I've, thinking you're in some call center or a McDonald's. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah but, okay. I mean, some people use them, but it's not that big of a deal. But I think the AirPods look better. Or if I'm meeting with somebody higher up at my company, I'll. Use the AirPods. Okay, so yeah, yeah. the status. <laughs> if you got the AirPods Max, so that's higher still. Uh, yeah, I just have the pros, I guess. So. Those businessmen wants to be sold something by some gamer. Yeah, or 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 call hey, <laughs> Could you? Do you, you do call, do you, Lunsford, Do you do cold calls? <laughs> I do not as much at this job as I had to at the other ones. Uh, all right, so but, could, could could we run one? Like, could I be the the potential <laughs> client and you give me your spiel? Yeah, you want to do a role play? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Mm-hmm. I'd love to do that. Yeah, so I, yeah, we could do that. That'd be fun. Uh, you'd have to know a, a there'd have to be some context, like so. Well, we don't have to talk about the actual product. Could we? No, just talk I know. About it? You know what I mean? Like you sell it. We could. Well, so when what's you a cold, good product? When you, when you cold call, you're trying to. Well, oh, you just want to make up a product and see if I can. And, yeah. No, your a, product. Put, no, no, oh. yeah. 
We can use a made-up product though, just yeah. because we're live. And oh yeah, I get hundreds that. of thousands of people, hundreds right. of thousands. Yeah, so, so I was thinking we could just come up with something. You know what I mean? Like, what's a good product that Lunsford could try to cold call people with? So let's put a scenario and, and, together. Oh, Chris, you got an idea? What's yeah? What's some? What's a product to sell? Uh, oh, hey, you're in podcasting, so something related to that, maybe. Yeah, uh, I, I would say. <laughs> all right you gotta you gotta sell how about what we know and love a cock ring you're calling to sell me a cock ring oh uh, cock ring okay yeah. we'll, and we'll call cock ring and did you come in in any form like how do i how do i know to call you did you download something from my website did you happen to visit us and maybe you left the checkout card or like what what happened yeah, yeah. There? Who are you? Okay, left, yeah, yeah, left in the checkout cart. Okay, now that I'm seeing this, Cochrane doesn't work. We need to. You are providing a service. Yeah, it needs me, to be a correct? service of some sort. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Let's go long maintenance then. Three hundred a month <laughs> is the close. You need it. First of all, I'll give it to you. I just got sold this and did this. And I didn't really do this because I'm not wow. doing it monthly. But I just got my mother-in-law's yard done, so I had to, you know, oh, okay. right, you know, rainbow uh, landscaping. You know, got a quote, did the, yeah. you know something, and then. Did it. So it's like I went to a website, kind of maybe put in a quote, was digging around, somehow yeah. put my phone number in, but left. But I need my mother in law's whole lawn cleared. Maybe yeah. you could charge me several thousand for that. And then you want to sell me on 300 a month to maintain it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I left on the website. You got my phone number. So that's what we're running. Mm hmm. Okay. Does that, work with, does that work a with a long maintenance package? It's, it's, ba it's basics. Yeah. So, you know, okay. I sell software, right. but yeah. All okay. Right. So, Toby, I'm calling you. Yep. All right. Hello. Ring, ring. Hello. Hey, hey, is this Toby? Uh, Yeah, it is. Hey, Toby. This is Aaron over at uh, Lunchbridge Lawn Care. How are you doing? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm a. You don't sound too happy to be getting a cold call, do you? Honestly, bro, this is the fourth one today, and so no. But Aaron, I don't, I don't blame you, man. You're just trying to do your thing, right? Am I right? Yeah, I feel you. Am I the fourth lawn care company to call you today, or just fourth cold call in general? Yeah, just fourth cold call. The others oh, okay, were all, yeah. were all these cock ring companies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what websites have been going on to get those cold calls, but let me talk to you about why I'm calling real quick. I'm actually, I'm working with your neighbor down the street, and I was yeah. driving by, and I saw that uh, at the property I had listed for you, the things were getting a little out of hand with the the lawn care, and I just wanted to give you a call, see what was going on there. Yeah, yeah, it is my uh, my mother in law actually. Uh, uh, she has she's not in good shape. And <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. I, and that. I wish I wish I could take care of her lawn because it would save us her and me a lot of money, but I just don't have the time. So yeah, I, I was actually on your site just looking into what things you offer and what you could do. But honestly, I don't want to spend too much money. That's the big kicker for me. I got you. So I'm um, sorry to hear about your mother-in-law, but yeah. um, plus I'm divorced and, and you're divorced, and, that, and that's <laughs> right. My God, that's fucking that. Just, just not to throw you off what you're doing, but I mean, it's been a tough last year. Man, that's too yeah. bad. I, I'm really sorry. So, to hear single that. father, man. So you, it's, all right. I mean, it sounds to me you, like well, you sound like a divorced guy. You got to be divorced. <laughs> right? I, 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 just from hearing your voice, you have to. There's no chance you haven't been divorced. Listen, I had a wife leave me once, but let, yeah, let me okay, ask you this. That makes sense. It, so it sounds like you got a lot on your plate. So you don't have time to 
take care of both lawns. Is that what I'm hearing? I don't. You're okay. exactly right here. And are you taking care of your own lawn, but you not want to take that, care of the other lawn? Half-assed at best. Okay. So you might be looking just for help with solving all these problems so you can focus on, you know, just kind of getting your life together yeah. is what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm I'm on the at dating apps, but you know how much time that takes. Am I yeah. right? You, you're, you're, you said you had a woman leave you just just cold right yeah yeah it was predating yep. apps so okay yeah um, all right well hey here's what i'd propose you know you know i'm not ne- necessarily expecting you to sign up with what we do today but i'd okay. like to come out and at least give you a quote and then we could talk through all the services that we do offer um yep. it would take 10 15 minutes of your time and then uh we can figure out if a, a partnership here works moving forward yeah no problem I, that actually sounds kind of good i i can't make any promises that i'll you know i don't i, I don't want to waste your time but i don't know for sure if i can afford it but as of right now i work 12 hour days and then i have to spend time with my kids so my free time's like about 9 45 p.m can we do it then? well uh i will be finishing up some jobs in the neighborhood around that time yeah. so uh why don't i just stop by when i get finished and uh, i got your number so i'll shoot you a text to make sure you're available okay that sounds great thank you so much aaron all right. Well, I'll talk to you tomorrow, Toby. Hey, do you know the uh, Jesus Christ is your personal Lord and Savior? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I already hung up. Mm, that was good. That was, that was, that good. was pretty good, Aaron. I already. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm actually pretty impressed. I mean, you you kept it fun, light. You didn't, you know, you rolled with the punches. I mean, that was really good. Had some what I the, what I liked about yeah. it was that at no point did I feel like I was about to get a spiel, which I would have been right. like glossed over, and the spiel was never coming. It was just, you know, yes. I you felt the, the momentum. So do not great. pitch. Do not yeah, pitch. The, right. Well, the, once you go, once somebody goes, oh, this is the spiel. That is a t- the tune out factor is uh, uh, very high. The yes. best case scenario there is to. Do what I just did was discovery. So mm-hmm. I'm finding the pain. What's mm-hmm. the problem? Oh, and looking for the pain. There yeah, you go. And then you're repeating the pain back to them and you're trying mm-hmm. to see really, mm-hmm. and that, you know, you're trying to see if a meeting makes sense. The only yeah. time I would have pitched right then is if he said, What do you do? And how yeah, much the questions? Yeah. 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 You ask into right. it. Yeah. So if he asked for the pitch, I give it to him. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. But really, That's even great. asking for price, sometimes you would want to be like, hey, let me, I want to see what we're working with. But you've got you the conceptual right. framework that the product is like, that doesn't matter. You're trying to get the closest distance between an act, if a pain point exists and what the yes. product can do for it. So you could drop in any product and you could get up to speed in the afternoon and be off and rolling as a real salesman. Yeah. So the right way to think of it is you're really trying to disqualify people. Like mm-hmm. you'd like to find out if they're not a good fit so you can hang up the phone and move on. So. Because if Toby doesn't have any, if Toby has a small lawn and he's like, oh, yeah, it only takes me 10 minutes a week and I like doing it and that type of thing, what's he going to give me a hundred bucks for? So, right. Yeah. So to- Toby's Man. a good fit for this service, though, based on everything yeah. you told me. And the, the drummer from Asti's Burn really is a good salesman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't close anything yet. So You're good. When I stop by no, tomorrow, your, we'll see. With, with your job, is it about closing or are you just still doing like, you just finding me to get to the salesman? No, I'm the, I'm the closer. You are the guy now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, would you say it's low, medium, or high pressure? It's, so I sell into small business. So it's low pressure as far as stakes of each deal. But I'm on a monthly quota, so it's high pressure to perform 
every month. So like Colin sells enterprise. So every meeting is very high pressure. Right. Right. But he has a year to figure it out. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. but if that one meeting goes bad. Oh yeah. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it can, right? It's meetings are high, high pressure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my, my yeah, when you are, get into the real stuff, it's just it's not it's like everything disappears and it's just like alphaness. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. is the only thing. It's just like the it's all in the handshake and the body language. It's all becomes this thing where people are reading each other at some yeah. cra- weird level. Well, Isn't ridiculous. that right? Does yeah. it make does it make band pressure seem like the goofiest, <laughs> stupidest thing in the world? Or, like what you're doing now or like what Colin's doing. Like, it seems like that's way more serious on a r- real level, like band. I, I guess stuff I can't matter. Right. I mean, band stuff though, it's, it's hard to get people to like your music. It's no, yes, but it's I mean, harder. W- but, but what do you lose? It's just, oh, I don't get to be in a band anymore. Nobody yeah. is. Nobody's in a band almost in the world. So right. it's, it's not that <laughs> right. crazy. But I mean, like your job now is a company and all these employees and and like Collins, it sounds like he's a step even higher to where if yeah. he fucks up, it's like companies feel it. Yes. Which is, I mean, when in a band, it's like at most yeah. five other guys. That's the are, best part like, about being in a band. It's like no, they're your friends. The stakes are low. The, the yeah. stakes are yes. zero, basically zero. They really are. I mean, the worst <laughs> thing that happens is the band ends, which every band ends. Which is yeah, then that would be the norm. So once you're past right. that. Just really, yeah, you're right. Right, you're right. Yeah, Chris, you've been in some bands that ended. <laughs> yes, I sure have. <laughs> did it, does it feel like failure? Yeah, what did it feel like? We've never band, experienced a band I, ending before. Yeah, our band hasn't ended. Our fucking band hasn't ended. <laughs> you guys are on borrowed time at this point. I mean, that's really funny. I haven't uh, thought about it, but I mean, we were in other bands in college. But it was my with- bands have morphed <laughs> since the day I got a guitar. Yeah. You know, I was singing with Seth and Devin. Devin and, <laughs> right. Right. And so I jumped not, in. <laughs> and it's been, been like merges as as I of jumped bands. In, I, it hasn't ended. Then. No, I know. That and is that's, crazy. That's getting closer to like. I mean, that's like 25 years of, of, of band that, lineage. I, yeah, yeah. I've never been like, well, my fuck, my band just broke up in ever once. Right. In 25 years, I'm still, <laughs> do, I'm still, still me and Devin and doing stuff in wow. some ver- version. Yeah. So I've ne- never experienced the band ending thing. Wait, didn't what you was just... it like with number one gun, Chris? <laughs> with number one gun? Oh, man. It was, uh, it was more dramatic than it needed to be. But it really? Did... Yeah. Oh, my God. It... The way that that band ended, or at least my iteration of that band, because it came back with different members. Yeah. But uh, it was just one of the guys just was unwilling to get on an airplane to go to a festival that was going to pay for this failing tour that we were on for no real reason. Then he, he was having like a breakdown and we were, and we just were out. Whoa. Called it, called it quits. And but, that was it. Yeah. But it was a total breakup situation where like, I'm not really friendly with that guy anymore, you know? And like, we yeah. were so like, our lives were so intertwined for three years. And yeah. Yeah. Different person now, but it, so it's, that's the kind of thing when it's so th- the margin's so thin that you have to do the, the one thing floats the tour. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work and you can't keep going. So that's how bands end. It's just, they just actually, <laughs> the runway, it, they literally the just stop out. having totally. ability to move forward. Like they yeah. grind to some, it's more of a grind to a halt 
or it something. It was, yeah. Where oh, you totally- can't even buy your way to the next thing. And and that was you, that was the end of you with them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Now, well, now let, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. We, yeah. did, we did one, we did uh, Spirit West Coast a couple uh, of years later with that lineup. It was just kind of for fun, yes. but that it wasn't like getting back together, really. No, no. Uh, Lunsford, you, uh, you, your band ended a bunch. Yeah, several times. <laughs> <laughs> was it like, okay, the first time it ended, what was that like? And was it like really emotional and serious? And you were like, this is it, but it wasn't. You didn't the, know that, but did you think it was it the first time? Yeah, the first time it ended was like very not not contentious it was like tj was getting married and for some reason we were like well i guess we gotta break up (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) but it was kind of like that thing like we've been on the road for three years and we're like well it it was a good run put out one record and we're crushing it crushing it right and we're like other people call that peak yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah so uh yeah we, we, there was some potential there to yeah have was tj success. quitting or just getting married he was getting married and then for some reason collectively we decided like let's just go out and do one more big tour so we booked out here's what's funny well like, let's break up now our summer that was booked out was under oath poison the well <laughs> warp tour and then a headlining tour with maylene as uh direct support like that was the end. That Just was an the, unreal summer wow. booked out. We were like, yeah, call it quits. <laughs> and it was some sort of, yeah, it was like emotional bullshit. I don't know. Because TJ was like, well, we can't go on without TJ. Like, whatever. So, uh, but then we. Was TJ like not willing to tour as a married person or was. Yeah, I guess it was just like, he was like, I'm just going to go back to school and, you know, do that. And so. So y'all weren't even, it wasn't even money. The headlining money wasn't any enough to like not want to leave or anything. So we did that all those tours and we started making like we got out with Under Oath, started selling four grand a merch a night. <laughs> and I remember like, what the fuck are we doing? Like we <laughs> obviously must keep doing this. And Warp Tour went really as well as Warp Tour could go. Um, and then our headlining tour did really well. Dave Shapiro was our booking agent. Like everything was mm-hmm. fine. And for some reason we were gonna quit. But then we decided not to quit like halfway through the headliner tour. <laughs> so, like, this is too good. Yeah. yeah we were like, wait, what are we doing? And so then in Seattle at uh, the uh, El Corazon, we announced that we weren't quitting. And it was, <laughs> awesome. it was like a pack, like 500 people at that show. We were like, Get, yeah, it was like Leo. Like, I'm not fucking leaving. But they thought, it, but they thought it was a farewell it. tour. Yeah, we booked the whole farewell tour. <laughs> halfway through the farewell tour. We that's said, the good. That's never the good mind. Show. Yeah. The fair, so the farewell tour that you find out is not the farewell tour, and you're uh-huh. at that one show. That's an, yep. that's the that's the apex. <laughs> did yep. everybody cheer in Seattle? Yes! I yeah, just cheered. How did you announce Hooray! that? Was it like, hey, just kidding? Or like at that show? I bet it was. Yeah, Cody like, said it. it was emotional. Yeah, something or TJ like you know this was their farewell tour. Blah blah blah. But they, you know, things are just seeing all really your faces well. and like, nice. yeah, we're 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 not breaking up. We're, because of you you specifically seattle uh-huh. you in the Thank front you, row seattle. because of you yeah so it was that'll be so funny to say that every night of tour <laughs> <laughs> because of you sacramento because of you. Yeah. 
Well, you could have because back then there was no like right. you know, social media for people yeah, to post. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And every single city just thought, man, we brought them back. Yeah. We saved their band. That would be so amazing. It's like Spinal Tap. Yeah. <laughs> but every other time we broke up, it was because of some bullshit. So. Yeah. That is so funny that we have never broken up, Matt. I mean, that is just crazy when I think about that. I hadn't really thought about, like, I was in a college band before, but we, I guess our breakup was more like I moved, I went to another school, and, it, you know, it just was like, what are we going to do? We're not doing anything. We played a one, lo- we played two local shows, and that was it, and it just wasn't going anywhere. And those two guys were, oh, I know, the other, here's the other thing. Both guys were from Australia. And one of them got deported because he, he couldn't get a green card back. He was dating a, he was dating a stripper named Goldie. Nice. <laughs> and he got deported. And I was like, well, this probably isn't going to work out. That's the universe. Not good. That's you know, I don't, I don't think it's going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we were named Parson Brown, by the way. That was my first band. I was every in. Parson what does Brown. that mean? We'll pretend that he is Parson Brown. Uh, we'll say, are you married? We'll say, no, man. Jesus Christ. It was either that or we were going to be called Dime away. Lady. Do you know why we we were going to be called Dime Lady? If you can remember, and it has to do with a commercial. There used to be, before iPhones and all that shit, there used to be, uh, they there it was commercials where they just gave you some number and you did that number, and then it was ten cents a minute. And you oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Calling cards, uh-huh. calling yes, cards. yeah. yeah, yeah. And the yeah, dime yeah. lady, there was the dime lady was uh, Candace Bergen or whatever. Uh, what was the name of her TV show? Murphy Brown. Murphy, Murphy Brown. Brown. Yeah 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 yeah. It was her, and she was the dime lady. <laughs> yeah, they started calling her that or whatever because it was only ten cents a minute. You can talk to you know anybody in any country or long distance or whatever. You know you could do type in this code and calling cards were definitely the thing. Yeah yeah. Yeah. 100%. I mean, that's what we had when we moved to Seattle. We had calling cards, and I'd go buy one and talk to my girlfriend at the time and say, man, I miss you so much. Fuck. You know, that kind of thing. We, uh, so we played with one show with Number One Gun back in the day. Did Emery, did y'all tour with yeah. Number One Gun? Okay. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did some rounds. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we played one show before we were signed. That we, was at uh, the, uh, in Lafayette. Lafayette near the college, right? Yeah, it was like the Baptist Student Union or some some yeah, weird shit like that. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, they had Gators on campus, and that really mm-hmm. with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the weird the 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 craziest thing about Number One Gun is the first time we saw them, Chris, you weren't in the band at that time. The, right that that house show was that a was did surrogate play? No, that was my. I was in high school or right out of high school. My pop punk band opened that show. Whoa! Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that we makes were, sense. Yeah, and that we was two thousand and two, three. Gosh, that, that would have been crazy. Two thousand two, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then Number One Gun wasn't even supposed to play that show, but they they like kind of pushed their way. I remember that. It. Oh, they did. <laughs> I remember yeah, everything we almost about that. About it. All wound up was the headline. All wound up. Oh, nice. Right. Yeah. So, so punk, it would have been Chris. It now. would have been your punk band, which I don't quite. I feel like I almost have a memory of that. And then it would have been us. I think I do too. And then probably flying or falling, which was John Dunn from yeah. Band. That's right. Oh my <laughs> as, who's, as the one that got us there. And then it was that show that we saw. Number one gun, which was absolutely mind blowing 
show of my one yeah. of the most mind blowing Jordan from right there in the living room playing, oh, yeah. seeing what number one gun was doing right at that moment was yes. out of this world, and then all wound up in the in the living room. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, that's right. No that's audience, right? right? No, maybe it was a little maybe bit. 30, 40 people. 30? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's yeah. pretty good back then. And it's a I tiny mean, it's cool. little house, cool. so there wasn't. No, a- yeah, it was. I'm saying it was good. Like, it was a good. Yeah. It, at the time, it was a good, a really good audience and yeah. really good show. But it was 30 people focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. All very yeah. focused. It was amazing. It was yeah, like, yeah, it was cool like the focus in the room, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That place was amazing. Ryan Zachary used to book that place. It's, I think that's how, that's who uh, booked that show, Oh, maybe yeah, I he love did. That, that sounds yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe he yeah, booked right. that show. The cr- okay, I I remember. I really feel like I remember going. Oh, this punk band, this opening punk band is good because I thought All Wound Up was going to be really good. I'd never really listened to them or anything, but I was like, well, they're signed, so they must be. This is going to be really great. <laughs> right. And I feel like I remember your band, Chris, being good. Um, and then uh, Number One Gun played, and I they ended up completely changing their sound because that night was completely emo yeah perfect like the music that they wrote was was just like everything we listened to off deep elm records which is a label out of uh, charlotte area i mean with like bands like appleseed cast and branston and i mean all all, you know and and that's what they sounded like i was like whoa this is crazy because we had not heard any band like that on the west coast at all really yeah, okay. there was no, I mean, we had only heard much. A, lo- a lot of punk, a lot of punk. And yeah, everything you know, was fast and punk right. and ska. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it was, was still not, I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But, but I just couldn't believe it. I mean, maybe a huge component of that is Jordan is an amazing drummer. Totally. So d- when you see a real drummer, especially at a local show, like at, just playing for some band, you're like, oh, shit, there's something real here. But yeah. like, a, a real drummer does change everything oh it's <laughs> crazy out yeah i mean it just you're like whoa because i mean you know you got the guy back there just going what do the good guys do yeah you can tell once you got that you know when you hear that yeah but i'm just saying i'm i'm terrible at drums i don't know anything but I can feel it when there's a drummer that Uh-oh. is better. There's just, there's something different where I'm like, whoa, why? I And the way it really happens for me is I go, man, I'm really enjoying this. What is happening? You know what I mean? Like I, it kind of catches me midway in where I'm like, oh, well, this is, there's something here because I mean, you can, you can make very simple guitar parts sound good anytime. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? I yeah. can play an acoustic guitar and play a G chord and it can sound really good with a decent singer and, and some emotional lyrics and stuff like that. But those drums, you if there's something, it. if there, yeah, if there's something special there and that night, I just was like, Holy shit. This band. Yeah. And, that, and that was so crazy because let's see. No, that wasn't the night. So that was the first time we ever played with them. And then we came back and played at that other place where Luke and Aaron Rodgers were there. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was what was like, that place? That was at the Brickworks. Brickworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That place is uh, legendary around town, but it's it's no longer with us. So, number one gun is like you. Can you tell me about the change? Just to, like to put this out there, just because people know number one gun, but the most people probably listen to this podcast are talking about their later records and the tooth and yeah. nail records and yeah. stuff like that. But the band really kind of changed to get to where the people that know it the most know it. And I'm what? Yeah. It, what's the way you would describe that? Because I mean, in some way, I would say 
the first moment I saw them, that was the best I ever saw them. Yes. And when they were a local yeah. band. They were that was the best iteration of that band was before I, I was in. <laughs> but they were like I mean they were listening to like Mineral and like Clarity yeah. and just like real oh uh, a lot of sunny day real estate. So it was it was more on the like the indie rock side of emo, less of the like small core stuff. Yeah. Then uh Amberlynn came out and our singer Jeff was obsessed with that first record and just started writing Wow. That was that was he turned on the on that was it because it was just being successful or like I think it was calculated yeah I think I think he was he was trying he was career minded in that in that moment but it really which was such a bummer for me because I was such a, a fan of their first album the one that was out before the Tooth and Nail release um, yeah and, that's and celebrate joined, mistakes right celebrate mistakes yeah yeah that one's good Floodgate Records. And uh, that was one of my favorite records. And then I joined and it was all just like bubblegum pop metal stuff. But it's fine. I mean, it's not it's not bad. I'm still proud of all that stuff. But right. It just wasn't wasn't kind of what I was. It's funny, too, though, because usually it's the opposite. You start with the the pop and then you go to the thing that's cooler and neater. And they did the opposite. Niche. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean, like that, that, that's kind of wild. Yeah, because when we saw them, that, that's they had something. They that did. was eventually really lost, but not bad or anything. Like the Sprinkle record is really good. You're on the Sprinkle record, right? Yeah, that's the that yeah. One I that one's good. Forth. I mean, that's it's, really good. Yeah, but it was at that moment. It was a fairly generic kind of, uh, you know. The yeah, that, yeah. It kind of met more where other stuff was by the time yeah. we got there, but had more character before. That's true. Fascinating. It just doesn't. Yeah, it seemed like it kind of just got lost because it didn't really stand out anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It became kind of a, a flooded market for that for that scene. And, and when and when y'all toured, world. did y'all ever get out of the Christian world, or was it always it's kind of in the Christian world when you were touring? We did uh, a handful of of club tours, but anything, but they were all real small. Like we did a run with like uh, Junior Senior. You remember those guys? They were like uh, a they were fueled by ramen or something. Um, and a handful of those like kind of under underexposed like secular bands but anything any big tour that we did was definitely christian market stuff and when it's christian market are you literally playing in churches every night or like sometimes yeah yeah i mean we did like my first tour was opening for the supertones and that was all churches all the time was it Um, big shows they were pretty big yeah like i mean definitely the biggest shows i'd ever played like yeah eight hundred thousand people I like um, the way those shows, I mean, I do like those shows, like not as a real person play, yeah. but I like the environment. <laughs> I'm comfortable in that you, environment. You don't need a barricade because the steps for the, uh, uh, to the altar, yeah. for the altar. Yeah. Just it's just nice. It feels away. safe. <laughs> it's just a nice, safe sanctuary. environment is all I'm saying. It's not like those, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a nice, nerdy, safe place to be it feels good to be there. i don't feel that good as an artist being there yeah. right but I, li- I actually like i enjoy those environments a little bit and i like i like eating from like 12 gallon bowls of spaghetti and shit yeah <laughs> right right the catering is i mean it's fun it's, oh. it's weird people i yeah. mean i like the weird like the weird it, i like it those weird, weird people. people yeah I like people their, volunteering oh yeah oh, i just like that 
so not many when I'm trying to be serious and all that, you know. But I mean, I do like yeah. that. I am always still kind of like the weirdness. What was that it place was, in Minnesota that was like ridiculous? Yes. Like had a masseuse. Yeah. Had a coffee soda bar open all day just for the bands. Like, <laughs> and they would let you, they would let you, if you had to drive overnight, you could just get there whenever you're going to get there and just sleep there. Yeah. For the show the next day. Yeah. It, it feels like a little bit of a fake version, but safe of just like you're a super, like you're more, you feel more important than you are. And right. you get treated with this ultra oh. hospitality, like a punk show is like, oh man, the bartender's so mad at me. Feeling. Yeah. yeah. That's how right. I feel if I'm at a regular show. It's like, oh, this bartender thinks the I'm an idiot. Being a dick. I mean, yeah. I'm scared of everybody. <laughs> but if you go, into, if you're at the whatever Christian yeah. festival, it's just like you're getting treated like you're some royalty from a foreign kingdom who's come in for the day or something. It's yeah. True. It's so true. If you, if you play the Roxy in LA, they're like, you're lucky to be here. Yeah, like the right. sound guy's yeah. like, do you know who the it's fuck I am? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the right. sound guy's exactly. a Roxy. I've mixed yeah. Dan Halen. Right. Yeah. In '84, yeah. <laughs> it but so they, the, the the shows are weird, so that part's kind of fun. Like we, we would show up to you know it was always like a, a Christian college campus, yeah, and you show up it's a little bit weird, and not, you know everybody's uber Christian, but they're also trying to be cool and have rock bands there. I mean, we played yeah. several of those places. Oh my god, for sure. And, and, and catering is just like a ticket to the, the like yeah student. How, how, um, cafeteria, yep. cafeteria, yeah, 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 100%. Not it was, it, Chris it was is like, Where do students eat? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what like do they have? The, you can go to the calf, they only call it the calf. Yeah, yeah. we played some fun, the funniest things that happened. I, I know we've talked about it on the podcast before, but like, we played this Catholic church, and on our rider, because we every, that was like, it was, it was like one date of the tour was at a church, and uh. They on our rider, it was alcohol, a bunch of alcohol. You know, we had like beer and liquor and stuff like that. And they said they wouldn't get us the beer, but they would get us the whiskey because they thought uh, it we it was for my throat because I was <laughs> I was the singer or whatever. And so they bought us not that big of a bottle. I mean, I'm no, telling you, you know, it was, it, was it, was, it, was a it was a regular, very small, whatever, seven fifty or if that. that. Yeah, it was just some whiskey, and I mean, we finished it in two minutes you know what i mean like we all just took took a pull of it and they came back and we left the empty bottle just sitting there and they just looked at it like yeah, they couldn't yeah, believe right. that the whiskey was gone long. in 10 minutes and, and I mean, they, the, yeah they really they thought it was for it one was like guy that. to yeah. gurgle for and spit medicinal out purposes. <laughs> that, hey yeah. that was with number one gun that was with i think one it gun. was i think yeah, it, it was, was with number one gun it was with number one gun we were sitting in just a round table and like the freaking it must have been the minister's office yeah <laughs> you know and they came back in 15 minutes after they dropped the bottle off it was empty and we're in there just doing just being normal you know and then they were not they was they were uncomfortable with the moment no they did not like that i'm trying to look it up where it was it starts with a v what's that town called in california victorville Shit. yeah victorville it was in victorville oh. so nice. anyway i don't know how i, I even remember that, that but that was before i was yeah, it was there, before right? you were in the yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't ring a bell, but that's funny yeah. as hell. Man, that's a we, long time ago. We had a, on the, um, one of one of the last number one gun tours we did, we, we played this youth group in like, I want to say South Dakota or something. And uh, this, the youth pastor there was this biker dude who was all, 
like super hyper and like really jacked to be there. And we started sound checking. And Jordan and I always used to warm up to the that ZZ Top song, Lagrange. You know the haw 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 that one. And so he heard it and ran from outside on stage, grabbed the mic out no of our hands, and just was like, <laughs> like that over and over again. And then like started jumping around on stage and then disappeared for the entire show and came back on like a one of those like ape drape like uh, chopper bikes. Um, completely <laughs> hammered out of his mind, just like reeking of booze and like yelling at the kids for not dancing hard enough. And it was, it was the most bizarre. Yeah, that one, Jordan and I still laugh about that. The, those Christian cool. shows are wild. I, okay, so my experience with Christian shows is I can remember uh, hearing about jackson from slick shoes y'all remember jackson i think his name is jackson oh, yeah. he was the guitar yeah. player or whatever i remember somebody saying they saw him smoking after the show and they couldn't believe it and they were just so they were yeah. really upset because he was smoking a cigarette and this is a christian band and then i can remember at the citadel in charleston south carolina i went and saw this band that i'd never even heard of before because the christian i grew up with was only like gospel and southern gospel we didn't even listen to christian radio music really that that that, okay. that wasn't anything so there's a band called dc talk and my buddy was like i'm gonna go see him i was like yeah okay sure and they had that song uh i listened to it because we were going to it uh jesus freak y'all remember that so what yeah, would people yeah, do of course. if they hear that i'm a jesus freak which is just <laughs> it was like it really was the biggest their, christian rock song of all time yeah, y'all know that, the, the y'all know that like one teen spirit oh but, yeah. Yeah, but, but that's what i'm saying uh, they I ripped mean, off smells like teen spirit yeah. that's what that was yeah. right it's like just they like just it, they were a rap band gets. before that they were the a rap alternative band. christian <laughs> yeah. event I mean, they were a rap band and then they just became yeah grunge they still had rap verses you know yeah they did to be fair but which is that one i can remember uh seeing them and i was like i don't know anything about this band but it's interesting. And, but the one guy would walk down the catwalk. It was a catwalk. And he, it was the, uh, what's the, not the Toby Mac or the Kevin. black guy, Kevin Max. He would hold his mic kind of, he'd put his hand, everybody was reaching up on the catwalk to touch him or whatever. And he had his hand kind of on his belt over his dick, like over his crotch area. And people were just grabbing it. And I was like, this is weird. <laughs> I was like, and I felt like really like it's so uncomfortable. I, I felt like it was really strange the way he had his hand placed strategically near there, and then people were reaching up to touch him. We've had him on the podcast a bunch. We never talked about it, but he probably <laughs> he probably say that didn't happen. But I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Are they like evil? Like, and Jim at that Morris time, I thought, am I did I watch something evil or did I see something <laughs> evil like that? And, but you also saw Carmen once. You saw Carmen. Did, Yes. Oh shit. And saw Didn't a demon I? in his eyes? No, was it was it Who Carmen? is it? You saw a demon in their eye when they were performing. There was a Christian artist that made you feel also really bad. Where's that? Oh, I know no. that's the story. I'm pretty sure it's Carmen. Was you, it Carmen? I don't remember, but I know the story. It goes something like and you saw a demon in his eye. I saw demons wow. in there. Yeah, now that you say that, I remember that. That's <laughs> I know crazy. It's a story. If you it forgot might, it, it was, seems like bad. it should be Carmen. You're <laughs> right, but how when did I see Carmen live? huh i don't know i'll have to try to remember the, the details of that that sounds right what you're saying <laughs> i don't like it i don't like it when i remember you and Devin's stories that are I your know. go-tos and i 
I feed it uh, to you. You don't remember I know, it anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I don't think it was Carmen. I'm trying to remember when I saw. Well, I would have seen Carmen. It must have been some. If it, it might be somebody else, but Carmen sounds right. Anyway, let me tell another story. Mm-hmm. Another funny story at a church it was not mine, but this is so funny. So Andy Nichols, that used that when Devin quit Emory, Andy joined our band for a few years. Um, but he was in the band Queens Club. And do you met? Did y'all ever get to play Skull Church? Did you ever play that up in Montana? So it was this church that just started flying in bands for like outrageous amounts of money because the bands weren't touring through there. And it was in Glacier uh, National Park. In Kalispell. Right? Kalispell, yeah. 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 A little south of Glacier, but right around there uh, up in Montana. And so Andy's band got paid to go up there. And first of all, uh, J- Jake Ryan was in his band and refused to go. So Andy, they were like, man, we're getting paid the most money ever. We, got, you know, And so Andy... On the way there, learned all not, the songs and sang them. No, the singer. Oh, no, Dan, Dude, not Jake Dan. Ryan. Dan. Yeah, yeah, Dan said he wasn't going to go. The lead right. singer Sorry. didn't go. And so yeah. Andy, who's a guitar player, also learned lead vocals for that just to do the show. They drove from <laughs> Kansas City to Montana to get paid. It was, you know, something like five or $6,000, most money they'd ever seen. Damn, yeah. And uh, so they're there, and you could watch them on, on, online. So we watched. They were streaming, yeah. Yeah, yeah they streamed it. It was pretty good. It's kind of a little bit before his time. It was it was fine. It's kind of neat. Um, that guy was trying to become a Mark Driscoll. So he was flying in band. Look what we're doing. Uh, it's different than everybody. And, and they were really good at the yeah. streaming stuff or whatever. Yep. But uh, after the show, Andy said it went well. And um, I think something happened. He broke a string or something. And somebody let him borrow a guitar. It was like a Fender or whatever. And. At the end of the I show, was the Fender, you're gonna mess up your story. But all right, you tell it. Have bolt-on necks. <laughs> you tell it. No, 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 but no, but it was the headstock. Yeah, yeah, I know, but the but fenders don't do that. I'm pretty sure it was a Fender Telly, but no, because fenders have the flat neck. Yeah, that, the you're saying Gibsons it was a have that tilt back thing. It, it was a Gibson. It was expensive Les Paul. Sorry. It, people, oh, it was the Les Paul. You're right. It was, it was the Les Paul. Les Paul. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, it was expensive Les Paul. You are exactly right. Um, I, for, yeah, okay. Uh, I was, for some reason I was thinking was a, you were talking SG or something. I was like, I know it wasn't an SG. Anyway, yes, a Les Paul. So I think Andy ended up playing it, and at the end of the show, he was talking about it. He's like, oh, man, this this guitar plays so nice. It's so awesome. He sets it down on the guitar stand and bumps it or it falls over, and the headstock breaks. No. It's like what, a $4,000 you know, guitar. Yes, I, I'm ruining the story. I'm sorry. Yeah. As he was saying, thank you for letting me play. He's like, yeah, man, it's actually a really nice guitar. It's like four or $5,000. And he's like, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. He sets it down. It falls over and the headstock breaks. And in the middle of this church, Andy goes, fall. Probably <laughs> <laughs> well, in slow motion. Too. Yeah, like <laughs> slow motion loud in the middle of the church. Fuck. <laughs> God, a nightmare. Oh, I know. So, I mean, anything, that's what, and he said that everybody was cool with it and it was fine. And the guy got it fixed or whatever, but I mean, he just, just broke that. But I mean, those times in the churches where you just don't exactly know what not to do or to do because you're trying to be cool, but also you're being respectful. It was a, it was awkward playing some of those shows. But we're managing and we show up to a church show. There's never a chance that it's not just going to be terrible. Yeah. As a tour manager. Every one of them is bad. Yeah, like somebody they don't have the money and they want you to understand because they're a church, or right. <laughs> hey, the opening band—they're actually running two hours late, so we're going to push back the show two hours. Yeah. Or some no, other for a tour manager, you come in there and it's like 
that you find out that they expect that you and the whole band is going to sit down at family dinner yeah, at their yeah, house that, before yes. and are offended that you're yeah, not or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or they're it's trying just to like get you some to... social boundaries yeah. that don't that are not right all of a sudden. Yeah, we want to take you to this place or hey, we need you to sign this form saying you won't do these things or something. It's just awful. Yeah. I hate it every time. We had to get the Aaron, dean, Aaron. the dean for that one church had to come down and write a check to y'all one time in Russellville, mm-hmm. Arkansas. I had to get the youth pastor to call a dean. Is that what they're mm-hmm. called? Deans? Probably. Deans not. for colleges. Oh, what do they call deacon? Deacon. deacon. De- Sorry. A church, a church deacon. <laughs> a church deacon had to come down at 1030 at night to write Emory a check <laughs> from the Aaron, church, from the church Aaron, bank you, account. Are you as a tour manager when you are like in a church setting, are you as aggressive with a promoter who's being a, a shithead as you would be with like a club promoter? Yeah, or but is there a little bit of like a we're in God's house. No, the club promoter is like <laughs> the way you're aggressive. It's not even like I can't even remember a time where it was actually even necessary in a club. To oh, be so like really aggressive, actors? yeah. All, okay. It's it's always a Christian festival or a yeah or you know some very DIY local promoter that would give you a hard time. The the only yeah. bad really bad club experience I ever had was actually Chain Reaction in uh, Anaheim. Oh, in Anaheim, yeah. That in the box office, they owed you all a lot more money because they charged the wrong ticket price. And so, uh, anyway, but no, it's the church people that give you the the, the most shit. Yeah, always. I mean, anytime we've ever gotten to like kind of pr- acting ugly, that's the way it's been. Church yeah. vibes. Oh, Chris froze up. Yeah, he had something good. Uh, dudes. Oh, did I disappear? Yeah, oh. just for a minute. Internet's a little weird. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. Okay. Um. Yeah. The the. Uh. One time we played a this little DIY festival thing, just one day festival at uh a gym in a church and this guy didn't sell any tickets and he was totally counting on it and so we <laughs> followed him to his house and made him go pawn his his like favorite guitar <laughs> and I, felt, <laughs> I was in the back i was like 19 and you like, went uh, so you went followed to his house and then to the pawn shop yeah 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 nice. the next the next morning he was like i'll have the money in the morning so he gave us his address and he showed we showed up in the morning he didn't have the money we're like well that looks like a pricey guitar <laughs> Whoa. Take it to the pawn shop. Yeah, and I was like, like mortified because I was like, you know, some l- little youth group kid myself. Like, yeah, stayed in the back of the van, but yeah, mm-hmm. they got they got pushy. It was impressive. Yeah. That was good for that guy though. If that happened to him, yeah, it was good for it's him. Accountability. They said, "Fuck yeah. around and find out." Oh, you're gonna book a show and bring some band with four people in it out to your town, and then just not have money, right? And guarantee us. Just because you didn't promote or something? Yeah. That's what the uh, same thing happened. Similar. I think they were Christians in, in another Arkansas show where they said they'd send us the money next week. And I told him to just borrow the money from his friends. He could pay his friends back next week. Yeah. yeah. If he's get, Which to me is purely logical. Yeah. Yeah. It makes like, sense. Why, why are you going to pay us back next week? You just All your friends are right here. You pay them back on Monday. So. It's only logical if if he was planning on paying. Right. <laughs> yeah, probably wasn't. We, we got that money, though. Yeah. Well, Chris, after all these years, you have a new album out with a surrogate. 
I do. Yeah. We just uh, consolidated it on all the stream platforms like a week and a half ago, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty recently. But um, yeah, feels good to have it, have it uh, get in plays. Yeah. It's so, it's so good. I love all the songs on it so much. And uh, I've been listening to it, showing some people the album. It's really good. Cause it's a, like you said, it's a culmination of songs that you've written over several years. Yeah. The first one I wrote in 2016. Wow. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty long writing process. Yeah. That's a and long we released time. Him as, yeah, that's like, that's a classic yeah. rock song now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was, that was Trump's first year. Yeah. President. yeah. <laughs> what a, the first, song like, first song like, fuck album. Trump, fuck Trump. People are like, dude, he's gone. What's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> By the time it comes we, out. We got, <laughs> we dude, got him we gone. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny to put out an album just like about, <laughs> about pa- past presidents. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Reagan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Killer Fillmore. Just fuck, fuck you, Fillmore. Fuck you, Taft. Yeah. Go really far back. Yeah, yeah, yeah way back. <laughs> Johnson's a bitch. <laughs> I mean, fuck, it's weird because Lincoln. if you did, if you do it for what's current, it totally counts, no matter what. Yeah, because but for some reason, but if you go backwards, it's oh yeah, there's nothing. It's like it's sealed. Like we don't yeah. we don't fuck with that anymore. Come on. I I really would have thought I really thought Trump was going to usher in a really new fresh rock music revival i thought I, it was going to come back i really just thought people like were going to there was angst and, rock. Yeah, yeah yeah you know what i mean i just thought people were going to be angry it just seems like that always plays out like in the 70s 80s 90s, all, all that stuff and it just didn't happen people talked like it was good i remember when you go oh yeah pump music can be insane over the next four years yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it just wasn't <laughs> nothing com- comedians are the new punk like activist punks you know? i swear i thought you were saying like trump was going to come in and just start a new rock era because it's like he was so it's like rocking like trump but i thought this, i was like what is he talking about like, like southern rock, rock, southern like rock. Rock. Yeah. yeah what does he mean it's like I, you meant counter yeah counter rock would have been powerful the punk music is amazing <laughs> <laughs> during my presidency <laughs> They say it might have been some of the best punk ever. (laughs) (laughs) Many people, many punks, many punks have said. (laughs) Billy Joe, not that good. No, he's trash. I I asked my youngest, I asked my youngest daughter, this is really funny, uh, because they die laughing if they ever see a Trump sticker. They just, they think it's so funny. If they see Trump 2024, they, all my kids, just die laughing. <laughs> they think it's so funny that somebody would support Trump. Like they think <laughs> Trump is very evil, right? And so I was like, <clears throat> I said, well, let me ask you a question. What do you actually think about Trump? And my youngest goes, he is such a bad man. She said, <laughs> she said he tried to build a wall to stop China from coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's racist. That's what she said. Adorable. Andy's racist. She (laughs) built a wall to try and stop Chinese people from coming to our country. Andy's racist. And I was like, what? I said, I said, what? How do you know? I said, where are you getting this from? Like, what do you? She goes, I know it. 
And I was like, well, <laughs> and I talked about it. I talked to her about it. I was like, I said, my point to her was, I was like, listen, I don't think Trump was a good guy. I said, his biggest weakness to me was that he tried to, you know, be divisive and make pit people against each other to two teams. He's bad that way. He's not trying to bring their country together. He's trying to separate everybody. I said, but if you say what you say to a Trump supporter, they're going to annihilate you. They're going to make you look stupid. They're going to make you look like a dummy. I said, you can't do that. I said, you can't do that. I said, you, you could argue. Yeah, Ruby, where'd you get that information, Ruby? Huh? <laughs> Actually, nothing you said was true. I said, Literally like, nothing you said was true. Do your own research. But, but I'm just saying, uh, uh, a jerk Trump supporter will mop the floor with my kids if they're saying stuff that, you oh, know, right. like, like only staying emotional. I was like, you could definitely argue some of Trump's policies were good. You could argue some, you know, unemployment numbers and this, and that you could, you could argue that and factually be somewhat right or, or supported there. So I was telling them, you have to really be careful with how you're wording things. I, I agree with you guys. I don't think Trump, Trump is good or a good president, but you have to understand why without just, kind of repeating yeah. some things you loosely heard and it was just a, a funny moment though i was like i mean first of all you know china isn't attached to the u.s right <laughs> so, you know you know that i said like, that, so you're old enough to know yeah, at least you that. have to know that <laughs> right that china isn't attached to the u.s <laughs> you mean mexico i said do you mean mexico or canada which one now why don't they build a wall in canada <laughs> or why aren't they doing, you know, why aren't we talking about that too? You know, I, I, I tried to ask them some questions, but it's just, it was, it was a funny moment where I was like, whoa, they just, all they've heard is how bad Trump is. And that's just what they're going to repeat. I accidentally this weird how much they know it. Yeah. I, I revealed myself on accident to Magnolia the other night during the state of the union. She was hanging out in the living room and I was watching it. And every once in a while I was like, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> 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 and Magnolia's confused. She doesn't know why Biden right. could be bad or why, you know, what he might be saying that's not true. Uh, so she'll probably grow up a Republican, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Or God, hard dim because her dad was a jerk. Most maybe. likely she's going to grow up liberal. Right? Probably. Extremely. I mean, my kids <laughs> yeah, are very yeah. liberal. My kids are yeah. liberal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they oh, left yeah. leaning. They left leaning. Yeah, way left. <laughs> way left. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so much so good. Grandparents are very worried. <laughs> very oh, worried. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because way I mean, off they, there. Like, they yeah. go from, like, you know, whatever it is, from what, what, whatever parental energy we're putting down, it's not yeah. enough to stop way left leaning yeah. children not even close no, not nothing even close. nothing scares uh my kids grandparents like my kids going yeah but i mean what are you sure christianity is the only way that just the grandparents uh, they are scared and angry and unhappy on that one that one my kids they talk i mean that fox news christianity stuff that fly that really does live within all three grandparents that they have they you know my kids yeah. sniff it out immediately they're all like i don't really like talking like that because what they're saying just doesn't seem right dad and i'm like i get it you're, you're, you're actually right what they're saying but i mean that's but, hilarious I mean, my, my kids are sniffing yeah, that out of me it really is yeah. just that regurgitated christian fox news stuff that the grandparent all three of the grandparents yeah. say and my kids go what the fuck are they talking? They don't say fuck. They want to, but they just go, what are they talking about? When we go visit them, they say stuff like this and that just isn't right. 
<laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> I agree, but the grandparents think the grandkids are wrong. The well, same yeah, way, you know shape. what I mean? Like bad yeah. shape. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Buddy's asking to play soccer, and I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. Fucking soccer. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to go see Mbappe play, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll fly you to Paris. <laughs> Oh, all right. We need to pay some bills before we get out of here. Um, That's part of the podcast. If mine's going to, is it, okay, it's loading. All right, Matt, you got yours pulled up too, so you can read some names in a little bit. I can, else, yeah. Yeah, just go ahead and pull well, it up maybe. here for a minute. If you can, if not, I, I think I can do Chris, it. Chris, if you have any good um, bits to totally I, ruin oh. this whole section, just go for it. Yeah, yeah, just destroy <laughs> just, it, whatever you can do. Whatever they're trying to sell, just shit on it. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, okay, I'm on it. Um, So... Today's call to action list is, is brought to you by the new list of people who visited Epstein Island. Y'all say, saw that that's coming out, all the names that are on it. Is it out yet? Is it? It's there. I saw a list. Now, I don't know if it, how accurate it is, but I saw it. And some people are saying that these UFO balloon stuffs are, are you know, that have been happening over. It's trying to just to distract you from the thing that is really bad. So I don't know. but. That Epstein list might be something. We don't like, got names yet. I don't know. Look it up while I'm reading this. See if you can see. See if you can type in Epstein lists. Patrick and- Mahomes, <laughs> Jalen Hurts, Andy Reid. It's all. Uh, yeah, it's only football. Play- <laughs> yeah, football players played in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think they got there? Travis got. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, so we're releasing our cover of Billie Eilish's song, My Future, on Friday, February 24th. So that means it's out now, right? When they hear this? I don't I think, know what day it is. Well, today. Yeah, what is today's date? The 13th. Yeah. 11 days. No, oh, so no I mean, I mean when no, the, what day this is this when Friday. this comes out. I know what yeah, day yeah. it is actually because it says yeah. it on my computer, like on yeah. the bottom. It says 13th. <laughs> so I know today's the 13th, but it's not really the 13th if you're hearing it. Yeah, Hence if you're the hearing Super it, ball joke from oh, yesterday I on the 13th. Yeah. You know I what I'm saying? But this yeah. is gonna be like next week and stuff. We're so a I hair don't really behind. know what day it is. But anyway, so it'll be out this Friday. You're listening to this. It'll be out this Friday, February 24th. My future. It is awesome. If you hadn't listened to Everlong that we did, it is awesome. Uh, there's a pre-save link in the bio, so just to go save it, and so that way you'll have it as soon as it comes out on Friday. It's my future, Billy Eilish. It's really good, really good. That Devin can sing. I'll tell you one thing. He can't, yeah, he you know, can. he can't show up to podcasts. No. I, that's some bullshit. He's texting me today like we don't need to Lunsford. And where the fuck is he now? I know. Fuck that guy, man. <laughs> fuck him. He's not here and you're well, here. That, that's what I'm saying. Early today, he's like, Lunsford, we probably don't need yeah. you tonight. Chris will be there. And I was like, <laughs> all right. Okay. That's fine. And then half an hour ago, Toby's like, we did podcast, Lunsford? We did need you. Lunsford shows up sometimes. Biggest one ever. The I, I've said this a million times. Number one time, you know, when I was like, oh, Lunsford is down for good with me. When you got the dice tattoo on oh, your yeah. arm, when you weren't yeah. going to, you were the one saying, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to. And, uh, and then Colin was all in. I'm definitely getting that tattoo, man. We're doing it. Yeah, this will be so dope. Colin totally pussied out like the most you could yeah. ever. And Lunsford showed up and got the tattoo. <laughs> I've changed my view on that with maybe that it's not that is that pussying out or yes. he, well, okay. No, he, what I'm saying is 
I believe even worse, he didn't ever believe it was going to happen. Oh. Does that make sense? Maybe. But I don't it's know just sometimes people don't even think something could happen. They they assume other people oh, are going to yeah. back out. Oh, yeah. And so they never, oh, it was never, out. it's not like I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not. It's, we're just making this up, right? Like yeah. my 40th Wrong birthday bitch. Vegas trip. Right. Yeah. Like, no, right. it just, I, if I'm saying something, I'll, if we all do it, I'll do it. I'll do Colin, it. Colin, if you're listening. That's why I'm saying it. Get the tattoo and take Lunsford on a 40th vacation, uh, 40th birthday. Bitch. If you don't, then everybody knows what you are. It's a, it's a bluff is what it is. Yeah. It's some bluff that got called is the way I see it. We're going to Hawaii. Tickets are on sale right now for Hawaii is for Lover's Fest. That's crazy. Damn. The festival is on April 29th and it's in Honolulu. What the hell else you got to do on April 29th? Go to Honolulu, get the tickets, come, come see us. Hang out. You're going to have fun because guess who else is playing? Bayside. I'm talking about Mayday Parade. I'm talking about Hawthorne Heights. I'm talking about Sayison. I'm, I'm talking about Emory. We're the headliner. Now. Sorry, you got to <laughs> flip that. You're upside down. Oh, wait, wait. Looking at we might be the opener. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there, though, you motherfuckers. So tickets are on sale at isforloversfestival.com. That is is for lovers festival.com come come see us if you're out in hawaii come see us it's gonna be a lot of fun uh tickets are on sale now for the shallow seas in seattle show that's gonna be real fun i mean this is gonna be mm-hmm. wild it's april 2nd at numos in seattle tickets are selling fast by the way because we're playing all from front to back shallow seas we in shallow seas we sail uh and a few more songs by the way and guess who we're playing with the classic crime who will be playing their album release show. They're going to play a bunch of their music, but you'll get to hear a couple of new songs from them. Their album's out. And they haven't played in Seattle. I think Matt McDonald was saying like in three years. So get your tickets. Tickets are only $25 at emorymusic.com. Once again, it goes straight to the bands. We're not doing ticket fees and all that, Jack. No, no, there's there's tickets. Oh, there actually are ticket fees on this one. Yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) Sorry. Well, I'm not playing the club that was with the venue. That's right. The venue has to have ticket fees. Surprise, surprise. Okay. Anyway, still pretty cheap tickets. $25 with inflation and everything. We're doing the best we can. We're doing the best we can. I'll tell you where there aren't ticket fees, though, those songs and story shows. Now you're talking. Which we're playing March 2nd in Columbus, Ohio. Low tickets on that one. March 3rd, Pittsburgh, PA, low tickets on that one. March 4th in Philadelphia, it's sold out. Forget we're it. Trying, we're trying to get a bigger venue. Maybe we can sell some more tickets, but who knows? New York's a matinee show, and it's very low tickets. And that's going to be very fun. Portland, Oregon on uh, March 29th, sold out. Forget it. I don't, yeah, I don't know what don't we're going to do. And then we're going it. to Vancouver, British Columbia. I can't wait to get back to Canada. That's going to be so fun getting to play Vancouver. The food. The city, the vibe, oh, everything about it. It's going to be amazing. The Timmy Horton's coffee and donuts. My God. The uh, ketchup potato chips they have up there. I just can't wait. I just can't wait to try it all. So that's going to be very fun. All these are songs and stories shows uh, in March. So uh, you can just go check it out at emorymusic.com. You get your tickets there. No fucking ticket fees on those. Nice. No matter cool. what. Once again, Marriage Supply. Our, this podcast is brought to you by Marriage Supply. It is our sex toy company. If you use code all over, you get 10% off. We have the cock rings. We have the lube. We have the toys, the games, the vibrators, the tongue vibrator. 
Holy that you can shit. use and and you, you you put the vibrator on your tongue and then you use your tongue to vibrate other things. <laughs> Stay on. It's a little tough, but it is good. It I'll just say it's my favorite toy. It's probably one of my favorite toys that we sell. It's cool what it does. Cause you know how like you do things with your tongue? Well, imagine it enhanced like Robocop. All of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like you have Robo tongue. That that doesn't that sound like something? Pretty glowing. Because you feel that you receive, like you well, feel that you're yeah, being attributed the action. I, well, okay. How about this? It is vibrating. It's doing its job, but you are doing some work by maneuvering it with right. your tongue. Yeah. So you're you're, you're feeling really direction to the work you're so, doing. Yeah. So it still feels like you. It's just like you know you you feel a bit bit better. Yeah. You can you know it's like. Something a little extra. Doesn't make you go numb. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Isn't that just like? Isn't that cyber cybernetic? Yeah. Oh, essentially, that's like that's just a that's just a yeah cybernetic enhancement. It is perverted as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, cybernetic. Order now at marysupply.com. All use code all over for ten percent off. Um, I got a new podcast too. Recording an episode tomorrow, by the way. It's gonna be awesome. It's called Sex One O One, and it's me and Doctor Stormy. Uh, the link's in the bio, and we take sex questions. We have we've been getting some really good ones, but we need more. So send your questions to Stormy at LoveDeepLab.com or Toby at Gmail dot com. Uh, send those in, and uh, we'll answer your questions. The podcast is going great. I love Stormy. She's just so much better prepared than me and professional in every way. And I, I'm lucky to be there. She's just great. And it's a great podcast. It's edutainment at its best. Um, it's also, like love doing, huh? it's like yeah. you're Adam Carolla. She's Dr. Drew. Kind of. yep. Yeah. And also we'd love just some life to answer some life questions with asking you shall receive on this podcast. So send in your questions at hello at Emory music.com. Uh, you know, it could be about your job. It could be about life. It could be about, uh, songwriting, music. It could be about anything. Ask us anyth- anything, and uh, we might read your question on this podcast. Also, join Emeryland. That's the last thing I want to say. Um, we're going to be playing a bunch of shallow, in shallow seas shows this year, uh, all over album front to back. And uh, we want you to make sure you're there. So when you're in Emeryland, uh, you get into pre shows tickets. The show in Seattle where we're doing that, everybody in Emeryland can come to that pre show. Right, Matt. Is that how it's working? That everybody in Emeryland is in free, but I think it's in for free. It's sold out. It's sold I mean, out, but it's yeah. done. Yeah, but that one's sold out. But the, the reason is you you sign up for Emeryland because obviously we'll probably do some more of these, and you'll we get are going to come to. for free. Yeah. To if you are a member, you'll be able to come to things like that for free. Yeah. So, and we're playing the entire EP during that pre-show of uh, while Broken Arts Prevail. Uh, our EP before In Shallow Seas came out. Um, also, you get a ton of music. Um, we're putting out a bunch, and you get music before anybody else. So, any Emory music, if we're one of your favorite bands or your favorite band, you get that right as soon as we hang up here. We're going on to do the part two of this episode, a whole nother episode where we uh, even get filthier and nastier and have even more fun. Great. And you don't want to miss that. So you get uh, all the Emory specials, you get exclusive music, you get 20% off everything on Emory si- on the Emory site plus Mary Supply, 20% off there. So just 
Go to Emory Music and join. And lastly, you get your name read on this podcast. Mm. So this is really good. Matt, do you have the names pulled up? Yes, I do. And, and it's really cool what we let, what we let the new members do. So I'm reading new members who have joined Emeryland, and uh, those new members they send in things to you know whether it's their favorite serial killer or basketball player or favorite saying or favorite foreign word for butthole. They send in all kinds of things. This week, you know, Valentine's was last week, right? Guys? Last week, Valentine's right. was last week for sure. What Way day. back, but. But these, they sent in tips to keep Valentine's Day going. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, Valentine's such keep a romantic holiday. Year. Yeah, you want, it, you, want it, you want it to keep going. So here's some tips to keep it going. Okay. First tip is from recent clubber Sven Sons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. I hope that's not. That's <laughs> I mean, not, no, Sven Sons. So no, I met I, I've met Svensons before. It sounds actually. like the Svensons. It, it came to a true man. Yeah, it does sound like the Svensons, but uh, I think that yeah, uh, it's not it's not Svenson. Okay, who who ended it's pastor Sven with no Sons. answers? I heard he ended pastor with no answers. It ended. Man. If you didn't make it to the final final fa- last few seconds of that podcast, you, you missed to. out. It, it is, is one so of my funny. favorite endings of a podcast ever. Yeah, it is so. <laughs> I did very you showed end. it to me, and it's just it couldn't be funnier <laughs> that he took the time and effort mm-hmm. to do that is just brilliant it's just yeah. brilliant i thought it was a little sad and but that yeah. very end i thought was very made me smile and was very happy it was great yeah when you showed it to me i was like whoa this is classic joey so yeah go listen to the very last episode all you gotta do is listen to the last very minute. end is all I'm <laughs> whatever it is yeah yeah the very end <laughs> it's not a long episode anyway i'm gonna mute all right what was right. the name oh, Sven Sons. Um, so. He says, if to keep the love going, you know, on Valentine's Day, take her to bingo. Hmm. Bingo always works. Women and men they love like bingo. bingo. Yeah, they love doing that. Yep. Next name, Jeffrey Riggs. Don't talk about your divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop talking about it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Yeah, the, the divorcees outnumber the the non-divorcees. Yeah, the, I think you're right. I don't like it. It's just an observation. Right, so you're think? saying most people are out there in the dating pool are already one down. Yeah, no, I, I just so. mean out of the four of us. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out of the four of us, three of us have split up. Lunsters isn't that technically that. a divorce, but I mean it's a divorce. <laughs> I mean, my God. Well, annulment is cool. Was it technically yeah. an annulment? I think so. Lunster's frozen yeah. now. I don't know if he's he's out. Um. All right. What's the next one? Randall Franklin. Write a love song heavily plagiarized of Emery. So you just copy Emery, but you just put in your love lyrics in there. Mm-hmm. That'll work. How about okay. Andy Morgan? Buy something from Marriage Supply. Show up with the toys naked at your lover's uh workplace. That'll do it. And last one, Ethan Amarine. Okay. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, propose to your girlfriend by having her stick her finger up your butt where you've hidden an engagement ring. <laughs> okay. So she has to. She takes the finger, sticks uh-huh. it in your butt. She Not just thinks, knowing or knowing. She just thinks she's pleasuring you. Okay. When she pulls so, her finger back out, there's a ring on it. 
diamond ring. You whip around, hit yeah. your knee. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So you got to convince her to, first of all, do that and that you have some particular kink on the ring finger. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then, then about the she, knuckle. That, yeah, right. Once she, <laughs> but once she does that, what yeah. a nice surprise. Diamond. Oh, my God. When she Bling. pulls that out, she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Yes, I will, Braden. <laughs> <laughs> bling 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 <laughs> trade out tell us your engagement story <laughs> all right we'll see y'all in part two we tried us both and I went through the tunnel lack empathy you drank and drank till you forgot and